episode 15 of No Timeouts. We're back. I had to bring Derek back uh, since the Lakers situation has gotten worse since the last time I talked to him. So uh, it just felt right to get the, the pulse of Lakers Nation uh, through the eyes of Derek Edwards. Um, coming fresh off a loss against the worst team in the league who was intentionally trying to lose, uh, the Lakers found some way, somehow, to like make them look good. Uh, Relax. Derek, please. Um, Relax. Relax. He, this he is just, all he, part of the master just, plan. He just finished crying before the podcast came on, so he's, he's now composed. I'm not. Uh, I'm not upset. At this point, I've accepted the fact oh, that we're not going to. Damn. The so we're on like stage two of of. Uh, or I guess that's stage one, like acceptance. I knew we weren't going to make. If we want to be completely honest, I knew we weren't going to make the playoffs after the All Star break. I was about to say, like, yeah. like when the All Star break came along, and niggas was like, "Oh, you have to win twenty out of something <laughs> games." Here's the thing: when you have to, when you're four games back, and you have to win. And other teams have to lose. Multiple teams. Yes, like it's not <laughs> looking like it's not even like y'all are ninth place, like just chasing one team. Like you have, you need like the Kings to start losing, the and Clippers you, to start losing, or the Spurs. I think our first game back was against. It wasn't the, it was the Rockets? So yeah, it was the Rockets. Okay, we won that one. Mm-hmm. And then it was the Pelicans, and we lost. I was like, this. <laughs> yeah, the Pelicans. Yeah, low key, the Pelicans lost when Anthony Davis didn't play. It was like. The Pelicans win when Anthony Davis didn't play. I mean, that's true. I mean, that's actually true. And it's crazy because he only plays like 20 minutes and then he'll have like 20 points. But he's like not really trying at the same time. Either, I don't so even know he played 20 minutes in the Pelicans game. I think I didn't watch that game. Like That was a Thursday, right? I probably yeah. fell asleep or something. The, mo- the one that y'all actually beat them when yeah. he played. He only played 22 minutes or something. Yeah. And he had like 24 points, but it was just like. Even the Rockets game, weren't we? One of the games we were down, I mean, it's. The Rockets game. It was the Rockets game. We were down, down and we came back. Because I turned it off. I was like, this is bad. <laughs> and I woke up and we were like, it was like the fourth quarter and we were coming back. I was like, this is great. The thing with the Lakers is that they play so much better when the game is on ESPN or when the game is on TNT. I haven't noticed that. I I, I mean, like, the, like that's why y'all have big wins against like good teams like the Rockets or like the Warriors when, Le, like, when LeBron didn't play, I think it was. Um, that was on ABC. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nationally oh, televised games. he didn't games, play. Yeah. Like not when he got hurt. Maybe. He, Christmas Day was which, when we beat them. Okay, I can't well, Christmas, whichever whichever game it was when y'all actually beat the Warriors and actually looked good, like y'all smacked the Warriors uh, when y'all beat them. We we do pretty well against the Warriors overall. That's true, but I'm just saying, like in general, like I just don't like like I, I'm looking at it and it's like y'all lose games against you know Memphis and Memphis. Like, yeah, Memphis, the like, Memphis loss was ridiculous. Was I'm like, saying when y'all not on national TV, it's like y'all don't no Jaron Jackson Jr. Just no Jaron Jackson. Yeah, no. I mean, like they're trying to lose. This is like Mike Conley and four guys and, and Jonas Valanciunas. And, it's really Mike Conley and four guys, yeah, three guys and Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> yeah. Mike Conley, Jonas yeah. Valanciunas. It, like it's yeah, it was, it's wild and like and it's not even like y'all the lost. The of grit and grind. <laughs> and it's not even like y'all lost like last second. Like they no, were they weren't getting the beat. Whole, yeah, like yeah. they were winning the whole game. Like, even the um, and my thing is when if you're trying to come back, if you're trying to make the playoffs, and you have to win every game, every game cannot be a and like a heartbreak, like a right, right. You got to be winning quarter. some games by ten. 12 yeah, like, like you got to get a, good. Like every game I've watched is like, oh, the Lakers are in another close game, and it's like, this would be entertaining if we were in the playoffs and we were playing good teams. Right. Like, oh yeah, close basketball. It's like, I'm, I'm, I was furious that DeAndre Ayton got a foul, got a foul on um, Hart last night on an obvious hook that should have been an offensive foul. Right. And it's like, why am I so mad at this? Because this is going to cost the game. You know what I'm saying? This is going to cost the season, which is already down the drain. But yeah. like... At this point, it's it's kind of a... You, the a, worst part about this is you can't even like tank for Zion because like now you have too many wins to like... Yeah, no, you're not, you're not tanking for anything. You're tanking for like maybe a top 10 pick at this point because right now I think y'all... To trade. Like, 
Yeah, like at this point, thing, yeah. the trade that you don't really want because right. you don't even want the young guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, and let's talk about Brandon Ingram, who has actually been balling. Oh yeah, he's been hooping. I mean, he always look, plays better at the end of the season, but like, oh no, no, I want. I mean, he's been hooping because one, I, I want think, everybody who called him trash right. to like come back and like now let's look at him. Like, I mean, that's true. I think one big factor, especially for Ingram, is that as much as it hurt Kuzma that Lonzo's out, I think it's really helped Ingram a lot. Because I think Kuzma still gets his, but I know I mean, what you mean. But just, just yeah, in general, just in yeah. style, like style, like having that one less ball, like Rondo is Ron, like Rondo, like he's been coming off the bench anyway. So when you're starting and it's like LeBron and you know that you're the number two guy in terms of just like having the ball in your hands, like playmaking, etc., it's gonna help him because his all like off ball, he he is awful for whatever reason at like he spot up cut. threes. And oh, he, about and that. spot up threes. And yeah, he's like But he's not, been he's been knocking down more threes and he's been cutting hard to the basket and he's just been more aggressive. Right. And he's finally him and once him and Kuzma realize when they back people down that the spin is always there. They don't always have to go straight into the defense. They can reverse the spin and then the lane's always wide open. That's like an extra six points a game for both of them. They I, I watched them play and I'm like, just spin. <laughs> like just it Ingram, I think I said this on the podcast. He plays like it's 2004. Right. Like it's Kobe. Like yeah. he sizes you up and then he goes into his back down and fades away. And it's fine. But like, A, like, I don't I mean, want. It's like not if, that fine when the like when you're like 6'11 and they're putting like 6'5 guys on you. And it's not that fine when you're taking when you're taking 10 shots off, 10 seconds off the shot clock. Take, like if you're going to take a mid-range fadeaway one foot jump shot in 2019, you could have took that literally race down the court with right. 20, 23 seconds on the shot. Like the defense will give you that. All right. When you're like sizing people up and like we're down by five and that's the shot that you take, like after 10 seconds of ISO, it's fine. Like if you just spin the offs away and go to the basket, which he's been going to the basket better lately, like we're going to be, you're going to be much better. But you know. Yeah. I mean, I will say the one, the one W that you can take away is that at the very least, Ingram's trade value has gone up. Uh, over the last Ingram, like, yes, two weeks. Ingram's not a bad player. No matter what you think about Jason Tatum, whether he's better or not, or I mean, Ingram, whatever you think about, I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying but he's he definitely is. close to gap. Yes, and he was. The thing about Ingram is he's going to go to another team and he's going to be a probably an all star. Like I'm pretty safe. Like if he gets in the right situation, it's just probably not. It's going to it's going to be if the he D'Angelo was on the, Russell. If he was on the Spurs right now, he would be yes trending towards. I saw what you said, and I and that would. Ingram, Kuzma, and Ball would be perfect Spurs for Craig Popovich. Yeah. Like, they would play great basketball. I mean, I don't know how that would do for your three-point shooting. Because people think Kuzma is a better three-point shooter than he yeah, really is. Yeah, he's really not. He's yeah, not he just takes shooter. a lot of sh- the, shots. The one thing I like about the Spurs is that they don't – like, a lot of teams now, like, feel like they need to shoot so many threes that they let guys who aren't that good three-point shooters – like Take threes. To take threes just for the sake of taking threes. Like, But I would I would say this. I don't think Kuzma is like a bad three point shooter. I he's think, not. He's just yeah, not as he's just yeah. streakier than people give people, him credit for. Yeah. People think he's a lot more. But consistent. I don't know why they haven't locked Brandon Ingram in the corner in the gym and just t- told him take five hundred corner threes a day. <laughs> I just yeah, don't I understand don't I think, why. Who's who's making that call? I think, like, but I think I don't know. His shot does look kind of funky sometimes. I don't. That's why I don't. The Lakers don't have a shooting coach. Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, that's what it is. I don't so think I don't it's know a matter why of just repetition. Like he needs to like adjust. That. I don't have all the scientifics down in terms of form to really. Oh, yeah, like, I'm not the greatest three point, but I'm just saying. But, but my th- that goes just, back to it coaching. Don't look as smooth as it could be. That goes back to coaching. That goes back to what I said. The Lakers draft good players. They don't develop them. Like I don't know that's why true. somebody didn't lock him in the gym two years ago and say, hey. This is the future. Like, take these threes. Is you don't even have to hit them at like a Steph Curry clip, which is oh yeah, no, of course not. You, you just have, have to be like Reggie Bullock, good yeah. at it, and then people can't really like. Because that's the biggest hole in this game right now. Right, if they close out you hard, like you're six eleven, you go to the basket. Yeah, you know what easy. I'm yeah, no, easy. Yeah, I think at first I thought the D'Angelo Russell thing. I was like, okay. Also, I have to say this before we go on. Go ahead. Reggie Bullock has been, you know, 
he's been, he's been a positive. A good pickup. Yeah, but he every time I see him, and he might be because he's guarding the best player on, or like the smallest guarding team, but he be getting torched on defense. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, of course. Like, Who else is going to guard? Like, I mean, he got Le- you got LeBron and Kuzma out there. That's like two essentially two defensive liabilities when you really look at it night in night out. LeBron, all he does on defense is wipe his hands under his jersey. <laughs> he runs straight to the center. This is why people. I just said on Twitter, LeBron stands are just as bad as Kobe stands. Yeah, They're going to point to the stat box. But LeBron's like, oh, LeBron had eight rebounds. Like, I would have eight rebounds, too, if I just sprinted to the middle of the court and then just jumped up. With he he does like, the same stuff that everyone killed Russell Westbrook for doing the year that he was chasing triple doubles. I wouldn't go that far. I, just, I don't I mean, see LeBron like. Thing. He just stands yeah, near the it. basket, not, yeah, yeah. not always guarding his man. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, if they miss. No, nah, but Russell was here. really taking well, the yeah. ball away from people. I mean, that's. Like, I mean, taking it out of Stephen Adams' hands. <laughs> like, I haven't seen LeBron do anything like that. But I get what you're saying. No, I mean, same concept is yeah. all I mean. But at uh, least Russell was playing, like, leading his team on, like, playing right. hard and, yeah, like. You yeah, know. yeah, definitely. No, definitely. I mean, and it, yeah, it, and it helps. You could at least rationalize it by saying, like, if Russell Westbrook gets the ball, then it's quicker to start the fast break. Like, you could also rationalize it and still walk up the court. You can also rationalize it by saying Russell Westbrook was averaging, like, he was, his team was winning. Like, I mean, yeah, given better I mean, than, yeah, yeah, well, better than this team. That's yeah, like, and they well. needed him to do that. Like, I mean, we don't true. need LeBron to run. We need you to actually play defense, LeBron. Like, right. We don't need you to run, which I will say, like, he's 33, Four. 34. We need him to play defense, but ideally you want to put a team around him where he doesn't have to be the best defensive player on the court. But clearly now, like, playoff and Braun, you need to play some fucking defense. Like. Right. Yeah, see, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who your best defense. I mean, it's Lonzo when he's healthy. Um, Josh Hart, maybe. Yeah, no. Josh Hart. But he's not even consistent enough to, like, get on Josh the court Josh Hart kind of gets – he kind of gets – well, he fouls he's injured. So just in well, general. He fouls I think much. he's better at defending low post players than he is at defending guards. Which is weird because he's like six four. And but people have said that other people in the league have also said. I mean this. that's true. Like Marcus Smart probably said. Like way. even the, the even the Aiton thing, like that was great defense. Yeah. Like Aiton really couldn't get around. He fouled him. Like I don't understand how that was a defensive foul, but he fouled him. But like, you know what I'm saying? But Josh Hart but on the perimeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like he gets <laughs> kind of torched or he fouls. You know. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, I, he probably doesn't move his feet that way. I'm not like. Right. I'm not. I can't say like I'm out here breaking down YouTube footage of looking at people's feet while they move, but that would be my assumption that he just gets blown by and like. Yeah. No, I, I see it. I mean, the the thing I was gonna say about D'Angelo Russell though, um, and because you were saying how they they draft good players but don't develop them because, like the the D'Angelo Russell thing, I, I gave y'all a pass because I was like, all right, like I could see why you wanted to trade him because after the whole Nick Young yeah, situation, the D'Angelo Russell like, thing, it was I a think, toxic environment. Yeah, I like, think D'Angelo Russell was a situation where he said the best thing that happened to his career was getting traded from L.A. and I think. I mean, it's true. That's true. It's like Marco Fultz. Like whether Marco Fultz becomes a, a all star or not, like he needed to leave. It's to probably it. not going to happen in Philly, or if it happens in Philly, it's gonna, just going to be so much extra story. Like yeah. it just be better for everybody. Just, yeah, exactly. Just that he's just hiding in Orlando. But the thing was, they like, I mean, okay, the the toxic the the cheating thing happened before Magic came, but it was like the writing was probably on the wall even before that season. Like, I mean, yeah, that, I mean that just chance. made that just like ex- yeah, like, just made it saying? so much so, like. But then, but to my point, then I saw that. I was like, all right, I'm going to give him a pass. Then I saw Julius Randle. Yeah, 20 and 10. And I was like, Which granted, is, granted the one thing I'll say about Julius Randle is he, um, his box score is definitely better than like his impact on the game. He's probably at best a 16 and like 8 type of but guy. But even still, when but you, you still look at it, that. like, why would y'all, why would you just let him walk away for nothing to sign these guys like Lance and KCP and like. You know, you know when I realized the Lakers really were stupid, bro? Julius Randle right now. When they said that we need, we want to play fast and young. And we need somebody to protect the rim and run hard. And I know Wizards fans are going to say, like, well, he might not protect the rim that great. 
but we let Thomas Bryan go for nothing. And yeah. then signed McGee. And then, like, now we're dealing with the corpse of T- Tyson Chandler, who's yeah. good for, like, five he was games. Good for that. Yeah, and I'm like, Tyson Chandler came back. Everybody thought he saved the whole, like, Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm looking at Thomas Bryant, and I'm like, okay, does he struggle at protecting the rim? Probably a little bit. I don't watch him. But y'all need, y'all need a, uh, a energizer. Hustler. Yes, y'all need that's that Kenneth Reed I'd rather a young player guy. that I'm like, all right, he's not that good, but he tries, than, like, JaVale McGee or right. somebody. Yeah, who, no, y'all definitely need somebody who's going to come in and just. Who, like, oh, in fairness, JaVale has had an okay season. No, I'm not, okay. No, but I'm just okay. saying. Like, but he's not like starter caliber. He's not any more of a starter than Thomas And he's Bryant. probably not going to be back there next year. So, yeah, like, you might as well have had Thomas Bryant yeah, to like, Tom, grow and yeah. develop. Yeah, when, when I saw Thomas Bryant starting to eat on the Wizards, I was like, all right. Like, yeah, bro, he's <laughs> eating, bro. Like, and the Wizards, Wizards fans are like, play him more minutes. Yeah, and, like, like, I was like, yeah, Dwight's coming back. They'd rather have Thomas Bryant. And I, was like, I mean, which is fine. Like, I'm not even saying that. And the wrong, Lakers were talking big about him. And then they just, the thing is, you just let him nothing. go for yeah. nothing. Same with like, Randall. Let him go for nothing. Honestly. Same for Zubots. Yeah. And nothing. Like, Michael Scala is giving y'all nothing. No, the thing was, they, the whole Zubots thing was like, they were trying to say it was a cap thing. And I was listening to a podcast and they were like, it was only like $1,000. Yeah, it was like the cap. It was like either they don't really understand the cap or like it was something else. It wasn't a cap thing at all. Yeah, no, because it's not like he was like a second round pick or a late first round pick. Like he's still on his rookie deal. So I don't understand. I don't know much about the cap, but it didn't sound like he was going to affect the cap that much. And he was playing. He was playing pretty good. And I was off. I was off the Zubas. I don't think he's good. But at the same time, he was playing better than he had been. I don't think he's good. But don't disrespect him. But I thought one underrated thing that people don't talk about that y'all would have needed is or y- y'all would have needed but didn't do is um y'all should have just kept brooke lopez that's another thing yeah i don't know why y'all just because like, the brooke lopez was out last year like once you're out of the lakers organization like you're out i mean like, they I don't want you, you but you know like, what i'm saying I'm, i hear what you're saying i'm just saying that's you don't want to send like you have lebron you don't think a center that no the other center let me tell you laker fans and, from what I'm hearing and what I listen to, they they're like, yeah, why didn't we keep Brook Lopez? Like everybody says the same. He's thing. still he's making the veteran minimum. Even though I will say Brook Lopez is knocking down threes at rates that I don't remember him knocking down last year. But he, I mean, but he was shooting them though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably remember him taking a little like remember it worse than it really was. But now looking back, and I'm like, yeah, bring back Brook. Like, <laughs> I'd rather have him than KCP right now. Definitely, like definitely, like at the very least, I'd I'd rather have him than Javale. I, I mean Tyson, or I mean. The thing is, Javel. One of them, like they're very redundant yeah, players. So, yeah. like the thing about Javel is, like I can't really knock Javel because he's he's as good as he is, but he hasn't really had a bad season. Like it, no, it could have been no, much hasn't. worse. No, he than, really hasn't. Like I watched Javel on the Wizards, and I'm watching right. Javel now, and I'm like, this is way better than Javel. No, 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 definitely. I mean, he's like built off, you know, being on the Warriors for a couple of years. Like he knows like what he needs to do. Actually, like but if, if JaVale, to a winning team. If Javel was my backup or even if he was my starter but he Look, the played fact, like Javel can't be my best center yeah period. that's the, that's what it is he can't be your best center and he like this under no circumstances clearly we've seen the bucks brooke lopez can be your best center although although i will say for the first 10 games of the season developing he was playing like will chamberlain so yeah, for that first true. 10 game stretch, he could have been my best <laughs> that's true i mean but but again, but yeah i get you, it you know, yeah you know JaVale. Like, you, we know javel we, we know that you know it's gonna run out you know yeah exactly so like I don't know. It's it's rough. You still you still think Spurs not gonna make playoffs? Yeah, you y'all have four games up from the Clippers now. Wait, no, we're y'all thirty. Y'all have thirty five wins. 30, we're, t- we're tied with the Clippers, but we beat them more times so far this season. So we have the yeah, but, um, but I'm saying the ninth seed is the Kings, and they have right. thirty one, thirty two wins or thirty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like two games back. They have like thirty. Yeah, y'all probably back. won't make it then. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, I don't know. It depends. It's really the Kings. It's really what the Kings gonna do. Yeah, I, I mean Bagley's out for like two weeks now. That's gonna hurt. Them. I guess now that the Lakers aren't gonna make it, 
then it's really between the Clippers, Kings, and it's, yes, it's Spurs. two spots for three teams at this point. And I'm thinking like I just I'm look, I'm looking at the Clippers and I'm like I don't know how they can keep this up. I don't. Yeah, me neither. So I'm really thinking this probably is going to be this. Which sadly to say, I don't want to watch the Spurs get in the playoffs. I, get I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Although I don't want to watch the Spurs either. I yeah, don't want to watch the Spurs. In but if y'all get in the playoffs, I will say. I would hope y'all are the seventh. Y'all have a better chance against Denver. Than oh, definitely. Oh, well, we're not. We would get killed by the by the Warriors again if we if it's one eight. But because you really don't know what Denver is. Exactly. Once they get exactly. In the that so, two like, seven, like Aldridge can do a lot to negate Jokic in a lot of different ways. I like the Denver matchup also because they are we play. Done, are we done with the Laker topic though? Uh, we can get back to it. Okay. But, I mean, we'll, I needed a break. You know, a lot a lot of Lakers, a lot of Lakers stuff. Just, no, because we have to talk about LeBron. Yeah, yeah, no, Luke. no, we'll we'll get back to it. Right now, okay. we're just talking, you know, this this playoffs in general, playoff picture in general. Okay, then we don't have to talk about Lakers. <laughs> uh, we can, you know, we'll have a whole a whole special segment just for LeBron uh, in a little bit. And Luke and Magic and, Luke and, Rob. and Matt, Yeah, exactly. Yes, we'll we'll get back to the dysfunction of the Lakers. You know, like a what's next sort of deal. Uh, but the thing I like about Denver um, is that they play the two bigs, Jokic and Plumlee, a lot. Which it helps us because we don't really have a stretch four. Plumlee, good basketball player. Actually. He is. He is good. I give him that. But we match up with them well because we can just put uh, Potal and Aldridge out there to at least you know Jakob. Jakob. Yeah, to have some size. And also, I just want to give a special shout out to Pau Gasol. Oh yeah, um, he's going to the Bucks, right? To the Bucks. Thank you for taking me out of my misery and getting that buyout. I I forgot he was on the team. I sadly I did not forget. I wish I had forgotten. He played. I didn't. I never really saw him play. Wait, I wish I never saw him play either. <laughs> he's on. He is on Dirk and Whiskey level of wash right now. Yeah, that that's I mean, a, he, that's he a is. large look. If you watch him play, that you would you would do nothing but agree with me. Well, was, I didn't really watch the It was rough. Play. It was rough. It was rough. It hurt me to watch him run. It hurt my like. I felt my knees hurting watching him run up and down the court. I mean, he it's like he knew what to do. He just couldn't do it anymore. It, it was actually really. You know sad. who knows what to do and can still do it. This random aside, Vince Carter. That's true. Vince Carter's out here. Vince Carter's gonna come back again. He's gonna be forty three next year, hooping. Bro, he can still dunk with ease. Facts. With ease, like facts. He could probably, yeah, he could. He probably hit you with a little slight little three sixty for real. No, I, he, I think he did. I, one, yeah, I, I think, think he, he did one in a warm up. Like, yeah, yeah, that's no, crazy. Yeah, like, shout out to him. He, yeah. I don't know what team he'll be on next year, but he'll be on another team. I like, and I appreciate Vince Carter because he's like, I don't even care about winning rings. Like, I just want to play. Like, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to play. You know, this whoever can get yeah. Here's the thing, though. Minutes, yeah, here's know? the thing. Because the Warriors offered him a contract. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. If I'm Vince, at least I got a playoff team. <laughs> or if I'm gonna play with a young team and maybe trade's a guy, I have to hitch my wagon to like, yeah, I was with him before he blew up. Like, I mean, maybe I him. Yeah, maybe trade's a guy. But I just don't want to see him on like a Kings or or a Memphis, like the Kings before that he was on, where it was just like, this yeah. is not going nowhere, Vince Leaf. I mean, but hey, he's just out here enjoying his no, life. Yeah. I respect it. He's, he's out here enjoying I, I pr- his life. I appreciate Vince because, and Dirk has done this too. And even Pyle, like, they've aged, like, gracefully. We're like, yeah, they suck. Well, Vince doesn't suck. But, like, they've accepted, like, it's not like the Allen Iverson situation is. where it's right. like, I'm not coming off the bench. And it's right, like, right. Allen, like, you got you to <laughs> you come off the bench. Sir. Or, like, the mellow thing. Mellow, yeah, yeah, like, like, sir. Like, you have to change how you play. You're not the same person anymore. I mean, that's true. That, like, they're very self-aware of that, of themselves. That's very true. Speaking of Trey Young, I guess we can talk about Trey Young uh, and just the rookie of the years in general. Like, do you think that Trey Young is? No, it's Luca. Thank you. I don't understand. Like, like I, it was Luca. It happened. was Luca from the tenth game of the season. Yeah, this is what happened. So Luca came. This white guy, the great white hope, came. Speaking of the all, great white hope, the the Mavericks are really the franchise. Of oh great yeah, white they're about hopes. to be America's team. 
You, you think the Cowboys are going to be the America's team. It's going to be the Mavericks. The Mavericks are about to be America's team. The two best players were white. And the thing about uh, white people is they don't even care that they're not, like, American white. Like, as long <laughs> as they're white. Like, it is, they don't even – like, they they mad at the same people. Like, they can't, can't even speak English that well. They don't even care. As long as you're white, then I don't care that you can't. But if you're brown, you can't speak English. There's a whole thing. But uh, the thing with the rookie of the year is Luca came, great white hope, and everyone just was sizing him. I mean, granted, I sized him a little bit because I thought he was going to be really good, and I thought, he, but people were taking it to whole levels and just like. Was he an all star? No, but so, but the fact that some people were even debating that he was like, let me know that like people are really trying to push him to be like the next big thing, and so and it got to a point where it was just corny because like House of Highlights and like Bleacher Report, like every single thing he did, like um, the you Ringer sent Twitter, people to like. The ringer sent people to um, Dallas to sing a song. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, yeah, like Bill Simmons, all that. Like, yeah, it was just a lot. Like, and it was just corny. And so now. Hallelujah. Yeah. Everyone is like clamoring for someone to like be better than him. Um, And essentially, it's just like doing the same thing that they got mad about just on the other side. Like going out of their way to prop up someone to be better than Luca to negate everyone who was on his bandwagon so now i guess it's trey young everyone's you know after he put up his uh, he's 21 up his 7 and 5 that's luca yeah that's what i'm saying but luca is tough i i don't know man i was on the all-star train as a reserve i could just i, I wouldn't who are you gonna take at? off the team or who are you gonna take out the listen who's who wait, kyle lowry but he's yeah. in the east though oh yeah Damn, I forgot. <laughs> I, I forgot because they're drafting. I teams. mean, they draft him, but I'm not, still got to take I'm not saying I'm mad that he didn't. Like, I'm like, he had to make it. But I was on, like, the, I mean, yeah, if you're maybe looking if the at were a little it, better. Yeah, of course. Maybe but I'm not, it was not the craziest thing to me that he was, like, a reserve. I mean, you know I guess. Saying? I mean, if you on that train, then DeMar should have been an all-star then. They got the same numbers. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, I'm just they, I mean, they're saying. Yeah, looking at the I don't numbers, like them. Yeah, I don't like Demar. Though, I mean, look, so, I, there, there I, I, used to, I used to like Demar. I don't really like Demar either. But I mean, there it is. I'm like, out. <laughs> I'm off the clock. <laughs> I don't want to watch Demar Derozan play basketball. I mean, no, I'm, I'm I not telling you. I mean, it's not even. I wasn't even going to. Not in an All Star game. I mean, yeah, that's not, true. An not an All Star. Not, game. not an all- Well, he can dunk and stuff. You know, he can throw out some yeah, nice dunks. Yeah. But I'm like, it's just. But I'm not trying to see him like. It's just so, brother. Demar Derozan, like, oh, they traded me from Toronto, and Toronto always loved me, and this is my comeback home game, and it's like, bro, get the fuck over <laughs> it. Like, I mean, he did get over it. It's not like, no, like once bro, the season the whole, started, but once the season started, bro, it's not he's like still he's still doing interviews on it. Well, I guess. And then it's like you ended up, you arguably ended up in an equally or better situation for you. Like it's not I like I mean, they, as an individual, yeah, yeah it's not like they traded you to best like Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you got traded to a good team, and then you got locked down by your fat best friend. You call <laughs> fat, like come on, like just that's it. This oh. is why this is why you got traded. Like that's that exact that that little game proved why, why you, you got, got traded. traded. And you got to tra- have the ball up one. Like here's my and thing to with not NBA call players. Timeout. Here's my thing with NBA players. And then get. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reliving the the worst sequence of basketball by a so-called All Star or whatever I've ever seen. Or here's they, my thing about like, NBA players, and I guess like in your own job you will feel this way too. So I guess you can't take it too far. But it's like in basketball you turn on the TV and like you can objectively see who's better than you. Like at some point you and you can think of and I know like it's not that it's easier to say because I'm not playing basketball so it's right. easier like if I went to the gym and somebody picked somebody else over me and I'm like he's not better than me and everybody's like no Derek he's <laughs> like I you know like your feelings will be hurt I get it but it's like come on bro like, <laughs> like you know why they trade like why like, clearly better than you like, like it's like yeah. oh I got traded for Anthony Davis is like 
I mean, did you, you think that you, you weren't? Like, <laughs> like, what did you think? I got traded for LeBron. It's like, like if you got traded for like, I can see if he got traded for somebody. Mike who was Conley. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, come on, bro. But yeah, like, yeah. and but, I get it, and I do get it. Like, you wouldn't like I wouldn't say this if my job came in and was like, hey, this guy's better at video editing than you, Derek. Like, I'm like, I've been doing this now. Like, but you're, but that's different from your job because if your job did that, they're gonna fire you. They're not gonna be like, okay, but we got you this new job and, at this other place. Yeah, like, and also too, it's it's, it's also like they're not probably you don't think they're like watching the video editing or like the account executive like right. tv highlighting scene oh that guy's better than Derek. let's replace him you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. But, but you know like, but to I your get point it. like at least at least they sent him to a place where it's like all right like you're not going to the magic yeah like, and maybe they maybe to... they lied to you and said they didn't trade you but to me it's like also too like see like Masai was Masai. he came out and said when i got this job the first thing i was trying to do is figure out how to break these two up like he said that, like I it's mean, on record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so you had to know this was coming, like and like and, they and, didn't Blake Griffin you. And another thing is too, like they didn't send you to Detroit for nothing. Tobias Harris. And well, like, actually, you know, I can't say nothing because Tobias is Tobias. Tobias I mean, but, but then, then now they just flipped Tobias. Like, yeah, but now so basically a draft pick. Yeah, they just. But here's they, another thing: they about, salary dumped Blake Griffin. They was like, we signed you to the max, but like we don't think you're actually worth the max, so we're just going to yeah. trade you. But I mean, I'm not really mad at the Blake Griffin thing either. I mean, I'm just saying Blake Griffin has a right to be mad. Yeah, you're living bit. in LA your whole career. Oh and, yeah, and then yeah, they no. tell you're a free agent. And they're like, yeah, we want but, you to be a Clipper for life. Okay, and then so, six months later, they trade you to the Pistons. I'm all for NBA players like getting their money and leaving. But what's the difference between this and an NBA player signing the max and saying, okay, I give this a year because I'm gonna get my money and then I'm gonna force a trade out? I mean, it's well, the same. No, it's I mean, it's it just from the team. It's just from the team standpoint. I mean, yeah, and I'm always gonna be on the player standpoint. What the Blake Griffin thing is? I mean, no, I don't think any player has been like signing the max in a year later. It's been like okay. You find you sign the five year max, you give it two, three years, and then you do the Anthony Davis, I want out. I mean, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing with the um uh DeRozan thing is when you lost last year in the playoffs, you weren't even on the court. Yeah. Like like come on, like all the signs are pointing that you were like, come on. It wasn't like, oh, I missed the game winner, but I took it and then they trade me. It was like, dude, they bent you down the clutch. Yeah. Then they get swept. They got swept, right? Am I remembering yeah, this the, right? By the Cavs? Yeah. Come on, bro. <laughs> like you you're out of here. You're you're so out of here, yeah. bro. Yeah, I, I was I was very optimistic about Damar on the Spurs. I mean like I mean I thought yeah, the Spurs is the best situation for him. He's yeah. just not He's just not it's just not it. Cuz like he's good. He's very good against people who are worse than him. Like he he look you, Which is what you which is in NBA is Well yeah, which is fine. And then and there's a lot of people teams. that he's yeah. better than. So like but like when you go against the elite teams, like he just he just ain't it. Like it's just it's just that simple. He just is just not he's just not it. You know, like if he was like the third best player on the team. Yeah, like yeah. when he's playing like like a Victor Oladipo, it's probably like, oh, this is a good game. Like the right. a little bit better. Like yeah, exactly. But again, against Kawhi. And the thing, the thing, and I can't even get over this because the thing that got me about the most recent Spurs game that we lost against the Raptors um, was he was actually playing better than Kawhi the whole game to the end to to the last thirty seconds. He was playing. He was the best player on the court that whole game to the last thirty seconds. He got the ball, then just got it ripped from him by Kyle Lowry. By Kyle Lowry and Kawhi. Oh yeah, Kawhi had to stay on the break at half steal. court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but in, and it was like, dude, you didn't even need to do all this. You could have just got the rebound and called a timeout, and then we could have just took the inbounds from like once we advanced the ball. Like you didn't even need to be bringing up the ball up one with thirty seconds, and we have two timeouts. But then what really got it for me was all right, you did that. All right, cool. Like you know what happens, and then the very next possession, we call up a play for him, and he's scared to take the, take the shot. He's open. He just scared to take a shot, and then passes it, and we get a bad shot. We lose. Like it's just like, dude. Like this. Like this is exactly why. Like we said, this is exactly why you got traded for 
a better player. Like they needed a better player. They needed somebody who was the guy, and you just ain't it. Like it's just it is what it is. Well, it just it is what it is, and I'm and I'm hurt and I'm upset about it because we still have two years of paying Demar Derozan twenty seven million dollars. So, Derek, tell me, I guess, how you feel about like we said, we we touched briefly Regalier. on the player, oh, no. the player, uh, player empowerment thing. How do you like? Do you think it's a good thing that all these guys are like switching teams so fast and like demanding trades, even though they still have years in their contract? Like, do you care? Like, do you even care? Or like, do you think it's a big deal? Because some people are saying that it's hurting the NBA. Some people think it's helping the NBA. I guess it, it like I guess it depends on what era you grew up in watching basketball. If you grew up in that like the Knicks Bulls rivalries of the nineties were like every year was just for like a good five years it was the same basically core playing each other. Right. If you grew up in like this new like LeBron's on Miami for four years and then LeBron's in Cleveland and now LeBron's in LA and then It's Kyrie. like AAU now. Yeah, yeah. If you grew up in that era then I guess you don't. I personally I think it's like it creates content. So like I like it from like a the NBA is always going on because somebody's always upset and happy. Right, that's true. And definitely it, from, from a media standpoint, like, yeah, it, it is great. But I don't know. I don't know. It's so early in it that I don't really know. I don't have an opinion on it right now. I don't know if it's affecting basketball in a positive way or, or not. Um, yeah, I mean it's kind of case by case for me because like like for example this Anthony Davis thing like like the, yeah like wait, you the can, Anthony Davis thing was. Like some teams is just like they're like, oh, he wants out. It's like, yes, he plays in New Orleans. Like, I think the <laughs> franchise wants out of the city. Like, come on now. Like, I mean, maybe I don't know. The owner. No, I, I know. Uh, like technically, but, but I'm just saying. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, when is New like everybody, like when's enough enough? Yeah, I guess, like, like everybody wants out of New. It's like, oh, he's forcing his way out of New Orleans. Oh, he's forcing his way out of Memphis. It's like, yeah, everybody kind of does after a while. Like, that's. I mean, that's true. I mean, so the kind of go back to the Lakers here. So say y'all don't get Anthony Davis. Say they trade him to the Celtics or they trade him to the Knicks because the Knicks get the number one pick or whatever. What's plan B? There is no plan B. That's why you have to fire <laughs> Magic, Rob, and uh, Luke. Which I mean, Luke. Well, Luke's getting fired even yeah, if y'all get the trade or not, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it does because no, Luke has just, Luke has some blame, but it's not all on him. Luke is no, no, of course not. Up. Well, but you gotta you know he's a sca- he's a guy who was here before Magic yeah, and Rob came, so he's the easiest guy to blame. But Luke is. I mean, Magic has just as much blame as this. Rob has just as much blame. LeBron has just as much blame as this. Of course, because yeah, it was like a year ago we were saying that Luke was a good coach. Like he had the young guys playing hard, and like Luke had problems a year ago too, though. I like, mean, yeah, but people were saying that like yeah, we can see media, it. We yeah. could see how he's good, or see how he got the job. See that he could, you know what I mean? Like like how Spolstra wasn't the best coach, but you could see how. To to be completely honest, I mean, now they're kind of sputtering, but the young guys aren't really. The problem this year, it's been LeBron and the veterans. Is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the veterans, especially like the all those guys assigned to one, the one year deals, the Rondos, KCPs, Lance. Does it's, Lance it's even, even play anymore? He's hurt. He's right now. Oh, okay. And Lance has been bad. Like he's, you know, like you can't have Lance and Rondo, and you can't have Lance on the floor for too long. Yeah. I haven't heard any like Lance is in the locker room causing trouble. Lance has just been bad. But Lance like, is just Lance. Yeah, but like. It's really just been like the KCPs not being good, the random Beasley outbursts. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, and just like y'all just get injured a lot. Yeah, like. So tell me if you y'all. Let's assume y'all don't get Anthony Davis because it doesn't look like y'all are gonna get him. If LeBron, I was betting, LeBron's I would say gonna no. pull a LeBron and you know go to the media, or do some tweet or something like. I LeBron. mean, but it's not. I mean, but but I'm saying. Uh, so say y'all sign Kimball Walker. How would you feel about that? I mean, it sounds like a second round exit playoff team at best. 
to be completely honest with or you. Or if that sound like Al Horford. Sounds like a second-round player. Or like First Tobias round. Harris. I don't think Tobias Harris is leaving Philly. Or Jimmy Butler. God, that that sounds like a, <laughs> a I'm, I'm trying to think of all the plan Bs because at this point, if y'all don't get Yo, it. I was really wrong on the Jimmy Butler, uh, Paul George thing because I said it a while ago. But oh. I, I, I did say there's a high possibility I could be wrong about this. What, what, what did you say? On, on this podcast, I said, like, Jimmy Butler. I'd rather have Jimmy Butler because I feel like he plays hard every night. And I know he doesn't have as much upside as Paul George. But he's going to give me – I like guys that are always going to give me 110%. Right. Like, no matter what. Like, even if there are, like, wrong situations, like, oh, that guy's going to play hard. And I'll deal with, like, the you not – like, if you're not good at shooting threes, but you're going to give me 110%, I'll deal with you not shooting threes. Right. But with the Paul George thing, I was like, he just seems like – Did I co-sign this? I don't, I don't remember this. I don't know. I've, I've said this many times. I said with Paul George, it seems like he doesn't want to take over. He can't be the guy. Like I think he has more upside. I think he it's gonna last longer than Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler just the way he plays. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Butler's older too. Yeah, but just the way he plays, like Paul right. George is a better shooter. All that, and I said I just don't know if Paul George is ever gonna hit that corner. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, on, Paul on George. Both of Paul George is. We're back to is Paul George better than Kawhi? Because you know, for a while I was like, this not even, it's not a contest. But this, I mean, shit. If you told me he was better than Kawhi this, this just for this season, I'm not gonna really argue you. Yeah, Kawhi is weirdly enough taking a step back from even like is Kawhi better than KD type of conversations that people were that's having. That's not even a con- that's not even a combo right now. Yeah, we'll see in the playoffs. But, but the, right now, but that's the thing though is Kawhi has this team clicking, but that would but they also with, play good without him too. Yeah, that's just so. a good team. Like, yeah, yeah, that's just a good team. Regular season, team. like regular season, of course. Like in regular season, like like when the playoffs comes, we'll see. How like how like you know what I mean? Because that's when they'll need him every game. Like he can't be sitting like because he sat out like fifteen games this year. Yeah, he doesn't play back to back. Yeah, he doesn't play back to back or whatever. So we'll see playoff time. You know, we'll see what what he can do, and that'll really determine, I guess, where his his standing is. But um, yeah, Paul George has been like amazing. Like he's been the best player on the team. But yeah, what you were saying about the plan B, I don't think there is a plan B. Honestly, I think the plan B would have to just be roll with the young guys, and I don't know. I don't know if that's going to align with LeBron's plans. Yeah, no, no, it'll be like turning thirty-five. There's no, no absolutely not. Like Making you guys movies, have to pick up somebody. You're not. You just can't come back with the same in the team shop in a different. Yeah, LeBron really said. Let, let, before I say this statement, let me hence, let me like head to my bet here. There's a world where LeBron is 100 percent invested in basketball, and I believe we're living in that world. Right. And I also believe that you can multitask. Like you can produce a show. In play basketball, like everything LeBron is doing makes complete sense. Like I'm not mad at him for it, but LeBron likes to talk about narrative and like I I know how everybody views me, and you're out here making albums with two chains and movies. Great album, by the way. Whatever you think of it, like (laughs) movies and all this, and we're a 31 win basketball team, and you have the nerve to say it's basketball the most important thing on your mind. Like when it probably is on yours, like. But it just looks yeah, like yeah, we a, can easily question you, yeah. like, is this yours? Just, like, it's just a bad look. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, Kuzma's out here being an Instagram model. Like, Is he? That's what, like, I saw on Twitter, like, Kuzma's an Instagram model and Josh Hart, we lost in the Fortnite. And it's like, all these things are, like, you know how easy are it very is? very minor yeah, compared like, to, like. Kuzma has millions of dollars and it takes 20 seconds to take a picture. Like, <laughs> that's not stopping him from yeah, playing like, basketball. Actually, like, you're yeah, in a studio with two chains and you're questioning, the, like. Yeah, the, the night before the, the game he, he sat out. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Al. Even though LeBron denies that, he said he wasn't there the night before. Like, it just Alleg- so allegedly say say allegedly beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just certain things with LeBron. It's just certain things. Like, I know we had this conversation on Twitter, and I was trolling you before, but like, it's just certain factors. Like, if I pick LeBron to start a franchise, I just be like, I gotta deal with this shit. Like, yeah, the tweets and like the like LeBron. 
for as much as he's a great teammate and like he's just a magical. No, leader, he's not the best leader in the world. He's really not. He's like, just so good that you just like kind of fall like, in line. Yeah, you just like yeah. You know. Like I hate to be the guy like Kobe would never do this, but like with Kobe, like. I would have to worry about him killing the teammates in the locker room. <laughs> but, like, when he's not on the court, yeah, when he's on the court, I'm like, he's locked in. Like, yeah, I, I'll he's going to make. That's one thing I'll, I'll give Kobe. Uh, like, he'll, to, like, he'll never display, like, well, like, it'll have to, like, at least. At it'll least, have to be bad. Yeah, it'll, it'll have, have to be, to be Smush really, Parker bad like, for it, him to start being, like, And right. even the Smush Parker thing was years afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It's not like, we need a fucking playmaker. And it's like, LeBron, like, you don't need to, like, come on now. Like, this is the best way. Like, you got all these people around you, and this is the best way you. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, fit out. Not. I mean, fit there was in. that one series that Kobe like refused to shoot. You know, the last game against yeah, the last Suns. Game. Yeah. So like, in twenty years, you threw one. That's what fit. I mean. That's what I like, mean. That's, that's my whole point. It's like that's the only thing that you could really turn to. And where even Kobe with, exhibited LeBron like behavior. And was that that wasn't even a thing where Kobe was calling on his teammates? I think that no, was it was thing like where, the front office. He was like, y'all aren't doing like. This no, that's also a thing where people were like, Kobe shoots too much, and Kobe blah blah. And he's like, I have this team up. 3-1 against the Suns, and this is my best player, and y'all telling me I shoot too much. He's like, all right, like this yeah, is what right. happens when everybody else shoots. Right, and then LeBron <laughs> is like every two years, every, like, it's gotten to the point where every year we're like, in January, we're like, what's LeBron going to do now? Is he going to sit out a week, fake yeah. injury? Is he going to like blow the team up and yeah, get everybody traded? It's happened too many times with too yeah. many different guys with LeBron. To, and like, like LeBron is it. allegedly like, he won't. Like, people like, forget just last year, I mean, it's easy to forget because they made the finals. He blew he, up the whole team. Yeah, he blew up the whole team. Like called everybody out. D Wade, like, you know, Isaiah Thomas, all of them, all of them, out of here, gone. Yeah, uh, out of here. People forget he wanted Spo gone. Like, yeah, and that's the one thing I'll give Pat Riley a lot of credit for. They didn't. They see that's the thing that LeBron, I guess, needs. But I guess you know, there's not a lot of Pat Riley's out there. But you need well, somebody to be like, look, LeBron. Like, I think you're like just because you're LeBron, like you're still just a player on this team. Like, this is a, a new take, but I think Miami was like college for LeBron. I think LeBron liked it. And then he realized, like, oh, shit, this is college. I don't have no power. And then he left. I don't think that's why he left. No, I, no, I'm not the 100%, but it, it it was four years. Like, Pat was, like, the guy in Miami. And it wasn't even LeBron's, like, it's still, I mean, I, I see it's what still you're saying. Wade's team, like, in the sense of, like, it was I think LeBron's, obviously. he but, saw but it was like that a college. Wade was about to be washed. At the end of the day, oh, no, no, Wayne that, Wade no, was no, tough. No. From the basket, but I'm saying, like, from, like, like he didn't have supreme like Zion doesn't have supreme reign over Duke like it's I mean, that's true. like he didn't have supreme reign over Miami like he wasn't just getting right. stuff done right. and he was like fuck this shit I'm going back to Cleveland in some ways now obviously no, I, I, that I could be that. like ten percent of it right but like, no it was, that's, that's I suppose that's a, a factor but yeah I think the biggest fa- I mean he just took the biggest L in finals history in terms of point points uh, point differential like in losses what like, the Spurs one yeah with the Spurs and that's one another thing like LeBron has LeBron has so many games where I'm like like. All right, we all know Kobe has his flaws and his shooting, his bad games, but it's like Kobe's gonna go down swinging. And I'm looking at LeBron. I'm like, No, LeBron went down swinging relative. Like he put up. His LeBron numbers. has a lot of series where he. Did well, not yeah, go I'm down. just That's saying. What I'm saying. The 2014 one isn't that one because he definitely. He oh, definitely the, the, the Magic series oh, is yeah, that okay. one. The, 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 the no, Celtic series is down, that one. I mean, the Mavs series. Like we can go down the list. I was just even saying. the 2014 series. Like I'm looking. I'm like, you could have did a little bit more. Like I just put I mean, five games. Like you, you couldn't give me six. You couldn't give me six. I mean, I don't. Man, the Spurs were playing on a different. I, I feel you, but still, I, you just beat this team last year. You couldn't give me six. They shouldn't have beat them last that last year, but but that know, that series went what? It's one seven. Okay, and now you lost in five. Like you couldn't give me six. I mean, I. Eh. I mean, I guess. I mean, the Spurs elevated, and then the and the Heat got worse. Like that's. I mean, yeah, in terms that's of true. I guess really, true. that's really the, yeah, the simple that's probably thing. true. I but, mean, look, this, look, the Spurs had whole possessions where they there were ten passes and the ball didn't even touch the floor once. 
Like it was. Yeah, they I'm, were just locked in on a different level. I'm just saying with LeBron, like, it's a lot of like the most underrated team of all time. It's a lot of annoyances with like watching LeBron play sometimes. Like, yeah, it just ugh. comes with a lot of baggage. Like it just you know it just comes with a lot. And the thing now is like he. And the thing is like everybody's gonna be like, oh, you're a hater on LeBron. Like you don't say this about Kobe. Like. I'm the first person to say, like, I joke on Twitter, but I'll say, like, yeah, Kobe, like, he has some things where I'm watching, I'm like, especially as I got, like, I got older and mature right. in my basketball, and I just wasn't, like, a 10-year-old, like, Kobe's great, bro. <laughs> like, I watched, and I'm like, yeah, like, you can't do that. Like, that's, that wasn't good. But I was, something about it, like, I re, it's, but it, it's the it, same it thing we kind of bash Westbrook for, but it's something about it you got to respect is, like, Westbrook just isn't as good as Kobe, but it's something about it where yeah, you're just, like. Yeah, it's like, like it, it's coming from a, a good place. Like, even if it doesn't turn, like, work out well, like. Kobe, like, it's coming from a good not, place in his heart. When Kobe plays basketball, when, when I signed Kobe to a deal, even when he's 30, whatever he was in his last season, and I'm like, he shouldn't be making this much money, I don't have to worry about him going out every night and giving him his all. Even if his all sometimes might Isn't, be That's what I mean. It's always coming from a good place. Even when if LeBron he comes is up short. like, oh, man. <laughs> and then the box score is going to be like, oh, he had all these rebounds. That's the thing about LeBron. And LeBron's slick. LeBron can get those stats. And so it looks so like. Yeah, when you run straight to the front of the rim LeBron <laughs> to gets get those the rebounds. Like you're or, like, get- or like when they're down 12 to the Bucks and it's 30 seconds and now he takes it to the rim for another layup. Like, he, like LeBron, LeBron knows what he's doing. Like he, he knows how to accumulate the stats. I mean, partly, obviously, it's because he's like amazing. But like he just, he just knows. He's played basketball doing. long enough for he's smart yeah. enough to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he, it is what it is. But you know, I never thought that LeBron going to the Lakers would make me so happy. And it's just, it's just really been a revelation. Like it's, it's been beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I have to watch LeBron and Kobe like disintegrate <laughs> in front of my eyes. Like it's on my favorite team. It's really. I didn't. I didn't think it would be this soon. Like I didn't think. I mean, granted, well, you didn't give him no help. So yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I suppose that's true. And I don't even know if LeBron, how much it is. Like you know LeBron what they say when getting, it goes quick, it goes. That's true. When yeah. When and it's the thing gone, about when it, it's done, it's done. Yeah. The thing about it is, it's not it's like not he's done bad. Yet. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, like he's bad, but it's like he's he cannot. This cannot be a 2009 Cavs team where it's like, oh yeah, LeBron. We just put Dante West next to him. Yeah. Yeah. No. no Let's no, go. No, no. <laughs> that, that ain't it. Especially in the era of big, of super teams. Yeah. Like that. That ain't it. Hell, hell no! That's not it. Not it. Not even a little bit. Um, so the plan B would have to just be. I don't know. Like LeBron's going. to... I mean, the plan B is going to be to sign someone like Kimba or sign someone like Al Horford or sign someone like Jimmy Butler. That's going to be the plan B because you guys are. Go- What's Bradley Bill doing? Is he under contract? Yeah, he's under contract. Sorry. So you have to trade for him. Yeah. How How would you feel about? And it's probably unrealistic, but as a Lakers fan, how would you feel? If you traded for Bradley Beal and John, and Wall. John Wall, I heard this on Bill Simmons' podcast. Yeah, uh, somebody said this. Um, so, I, so I, I pose it to you, not not claiming it as my original idea, just, no, just no, posing no, no. it to you as how I would mean, you feel? My thing with the Lakers is me personally. I'll take Bradley Beal if I had but, to give it like Kuzma or something, oh, Kuzma and Hart, maybe even. My thing with the Lakers is. I don't know how I would feel because I look at things from, like, what does the Lakers organization want? And I know they don't want these young players. Like, they don't want to develop these guys. They want stars. Right. So it's like if you go to the store and I'm like, yeah, those shoes are worth $200. And you're like, and they're on sale for 80 And you're like, I don't wear blue shoes. I don't want them. Like, don't buy them then because I know that's not what you want. You want to repair red shoes. You're not You're going to buy them. You're going to, like, try to force yourself to wear them. You're not really going to want them. All right. And they're just going to sit in your closet. So you might as well just – 
get the red ones. Like, wait for. So my thing is like, they don't want these young guys. So like, or just, you get the blue ones and then just immediately try to resell them. I right. Guess. Like, you don't want these young guys. Like, just get it over with. Like, put everybody out there misery. Like, well, that, that's what they were trying to do with Anthony Davis, and they just did it wrong. Well, I guess if I mean, I don't want to pay John Wall. $40 million. I, yeah, and I don't know if you're going to get off that contract. I, I mean, you're not going to get off that contract. There's the no, is, I don't know. There, you're not. There was a time where hey, I was, but that's a clutch. Hey, he's a clutch guy, right? There was a John time, Wall's yeah, there was guy. a time where I was like, yeah, because when there was the whole Kyrie, is Kyrie better than the Wall thing? And there was a time where we were like, I think John Wall would play better with Kyrie, I mean, with LeBron, because he's going to pass on the ball. Blah, blah, blah. And now I'm looking at him like, I don't think John Wall would play better. <laughs> like, no, nah, nah, probably not. Because he needs the ball, like, and LeBron needs the ball. And Le- for LeBron to talk about, like, I, I want to play off ball and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's like, yeah, I can't really tell. Yeah, I don't think Because the thing with – it goes back to the whole Magic thing when they were saying, like, we're going to build a team opposite of these other teams that were so dependent on LeBron so that LeBron can and have less of a load, like, with all these ball handlers and, like, be, like, a shooter off ball or, like, you know, just do – and it's well, like – Well, first of all, all the ball handlers that got stink. So that's – Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's part of it. That That is part of it. But it's like, I don't know, can LeBron – like I haven't seen a LeBron like really go out of his way to adjust his game to to match the philosophy of we don't want this team to, to be one hundred percent dependent on LeBron. Now it's maybe LeBron, it's because he hasn't had somebody he trusted. Yeah, but exactly. is LeBron trusting a John Wall is coming off an injury that's kind of one dimensional? I mean, or anyway. Brad Bill, you know Brad Bill too. Yeah, but Brad Bill at least Brad Bill can shoot. So theoretically, you could throw him in a corner and say, "Hey, right, he could be your, Clay. You know, your third guy." Yeah, yeah. And to be completely honest, if, if I get John Wall and LeBron, I mean, if I get John Wall and Brad Bill, it's, Brad Bill is not my third guy. He's my second. John Wall is my third. I mean, he's making more money. Right. I but, mean, no, I mean, I hear you. I mean, that's and that's very true. Also, you're going to give up all your young pieces for for, for that. Yes. Yeah, so like I, I would say It's no. not like you can do that and still keep Kuzma. Yeah, I would say no. Well, bro, people, Laker fans, listen, I love Kuzma. Lakers fans have to get over this notion that Kuzma is a super untouchable asset. Obviously, I want him. And I want to keep him if I can. But let's be real. The yeah. only person close to untouchable at this point is Ingram. And yeah. he's not untouchable. Nobody's untouchable. All right. And this is not me. It's like put Kuzma in any trade and like, you know, like um, fucking put him in any trade. Like just get something back from him. I'm not saying that. But like Lakers fans are like, like you said, like I won't want to trade Kuzma for uh, Anthony Davis. It's like, are you fucking crazy? Like, Yeah. I mean, and, and I think the anth- I think you guys have. I, mean, I give Lakers fans a lot of credit. You guys have really, really gotten humbled because y'all had that y'all had that philosophy real bad with the whole Kawhi situation. Like some of the stuff I was hearing, like I'll I'll give up. The only thing I'll give up is a first round pick, Kuzma, Josh Hart, and Zubac. Like we're not. There's no way we're trading Ingram. Right. Or like or the other way. Or like we're not trading. Like it's like, dude. Like y'all. Like I don't know if y'all just don't think Kawhi is that good. Like. If y'all just think that the players that y'all who's have y'all? are really good, this who's Lakers, y'all? Lakers fans, I don't who's know. Lakers fans, because I have the ones this, on Twitter. Okay, I have this theory that the Lakers fans have the Lakers have a large fan base, but there's not that many Laker fans. There's a no, lot that's of like, true. No, do you get, no. I mean, a lot of these people are probably just LeBron fans disguised as Lakers fans, or Kobe fans, or Kobe fans or just, disguised. I know, as, yeah, I know a but, lot of people. That, hey, but you know but no, what? But no, but I know they're a lot part of, of they're part of Laker Nation. No, but I know a lot of people who are like. So basically, what no, you're no, saying no. is there's not a bit many lot knowledgeable Laker fans. Is that what you're saying? The ones who aren't knowledgeable probably outshine. I think the Lakers have a good base. I think there's a lot of fans. The ones who aren't knowledgeable I, are I louder like than the ones have, who are. Yeah, I feel like if, you, <laughs> if the Lakers have like a hundred fans, right, and that's the most in the league, a lot of them, and let's say the next best team has like sixty, right? right. So Lakers have forty more than the others. The Lakers have thirty to forty fans that are just like, 
I'm a Laker fan because they're good and they've been good my whole life. And like, I don't really watch basketball, All right. but like, I like. But Kobe. I watch it when the Lakers. Oh, well, the Lakers were good, so like, and, right. you know, and they talk. You know, it's not like if you're a Knicks fan. I know you're a Knicks fan. <laughs> There's no reason for you to lie to me and tell me that you're like right. Like the Knicks have been good for literally three seasons. So, in the so last basically, 20. what we're saying is the Lakers has have the most casual NBA fans. <laughs> Yeah, long long way short. Long way, long story short. Yeah. Like, they just have the most casual fans so you get people who like, don't really watch it yeah, that deeply. So you, so you get people who are real Laker fans, and they have to be, like, I have to listen to people say things, and I'm like, that's not what we should do, bro. <laughs> and I think also, too, the Lakers fans do have a lot of fans that are spoiled, where it's like, where the Lakers right. stars are going to come to us. Right. They may be knowledgeable, but they have that, like... That mindset. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of going away at this point now. Yeah, it's but, like... But, but like, I understand. Compared to, like, if you're a Knicks fan, because the Knicks have a large fan base, right? right. But yeah. if you go to a Lakers game in New York, I mean, a Lakers-Wizards game here, there's more Lakers fans in, in DC, oh, right? Than Wizards. Oh, at least if equivalent. You, yeah, if you go to a Wizards Lakers Knicks game, like if you're a Wiz- Knicks fan in DC, like either you have ties. In the, there's no reason you would grow up a Knicks fan in DC because they haven't been good your whole life. Like, right. There's no. Yeah. There's I no mean, like like yeah. Unless, there's unless no even like fan, attachable superstar. Like right. you probably weren't really alive May, yeah. for the Ewing thing, and like I don't know why Knicks fans have this love affair with Melo, but whatever. Like he Mello's gave them the, the best years of their lives. Yeah, that's three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what the, did they the do Mello before thing, and after? You get what I'm saying? Like it's not like the Lakers have been good in every decade except for this one right. in history. Right. The Knicks have been trash in every decade except for five years in the '90s. Three years now and two years in the seventies, like you know I mean, what I'm saying. Pretty like, much, you have no reason to like. So I mean, yeah, I mean that's fair. The Lakers just have a lot of casual fans, but regardless, like even those casual fans are coming around to like, damn, like I, you know, may, maybe we are overrating these guys. Maybe if they don't even realize that they're that they were doing it, but people I, just, like, I, I don't hear the same the same like narrative. Scoring and they like high like people who play hard and score and put the ball in the basket. That's what Kuzma does. Yeah, I mean, they overlook the other things where it's like, hey, he doesn't really pass that great. There was like a three month period where I fell into the hype and I thought Kuzma was better than Ingram, and I apologize for it because they're definitely. You could have been right for that three months. You could have been playing better than. Them. And that's what it was. I was I, I didn't have that that wide spec that wide scope of like. This is just right now. Kuzma's also three years older than him. I've been uh, screaming that since the, he's been drafted. <laughs> yeah, people, people, yeah, people forget Kuzma's, that Kuzma's like twenty three. Yeah, like when Ingram's Kuzma came in, I was on the hype train of like this guy's good. I remember I said that in summer league and all that, but I was never on the hype train of like this is the next Kobe. Like, right. I was like, listen, like come on now. It's no different than when. Um, like a fan, just, just Jordan, Jordan Clarkson had those couple thirty point games. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. everybody's like, Jordan Clarkson's the next one. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know about all this. MIZ, Mizzou made, Jordan Clarkson. So, I don't know, man. It's looking, it's looking kind of bleak, look, looking bleak for you guys. Another year missing the playoffs. It's all your eggs in Anthony Davis. I mean, they have to pull through with that one. But we don't have to talk about the Lakers anymore because we move on to this has been a very Lakers centric. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I wanted to talk about the Lakers. Okay, you know, I mean, they're the you know, I mean, they're the hottest name in the in, in the NBA for better or for worse right now. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, until the playoffs start, like, I mean, what are we gonna talk about? The Bucks being the best regular season team? Like, I don't want to talk about the Bucks. I'm gonna talk about the the Nuggets uh, pushing the Warriors for that number one seed in the West. Like, I don't care about that. I mean, I will say that uh, for the Nuggets, at the very least, we should be giving Jokic a lot more MVP credit to be to be the only All Star on the team that's. You know, a game out from first place over the Warriors, like people don't give him uh, that much credit. And because if you're not, if you're not, if you're not like a fan, you're not watching Denver. You're I mean, that's fair, but like he's white, and like white people aren't even giving him that much credit. Like it's it's quite amazing. Like I, th- I thought at the very least, like you know, it'd be a Luca situation. Really, he doesn't. He's not really aggressive. If you watch him play, it's like he doesn't. I, it's kind of confusing to me how he's good. 
That's the thing. So people, yeah, so, so people wouldn't confusing. even know. Like nobody's watching them. Be like, would you take him over Embiid? Before I answer that question, let me get to my thought. Nobody's watching them. Like, damn, that's a great pass from the high post to the cutter, Jamal Murray. Like, Jokic just made this play so much better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. People only watch MVP when somebody like James Harden scores 58 points. Yeah, pretty much. Which I will say is very, it's really, very Tim Duncan like of Jokic. It's it's getting really hard. But yeah, but even Duncan at those games where it's like. He's kind of taking over. Right. Not saying Jokic hasn't, but it's more I mean, I know obvious. What you mean. Um, and it's getting very hard to make an argument against James Harden. Because even though it's like, it goes against my whole thing of like, people just like to watch people score a lot. Like, the Rockets kind of need all those points. And it's very like, I'm putting the team on my back. Uh, I mean, I suppose. I guess it depends. I mean, should they beat the Warriors without them? That is true. But then they were down 21 to the uh, Sun. I mean, the uh, Heat. And then he's had 58 and they brought him back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need those points. I mean, that's true. But um, would I take him over and beat? Um, no. But not talent-wise. Not right now. But I don't know, man. Embiid, Embiid looks – Embiid always looked like it, it hurt him to run. Down. Like, it looks like he's laboring. And I don't know how anybody has not picked up on that. Maybe it's just me. The way he runs, it just looks – yeah, they've been playing him a lot of minutes to be somebody well, not, who's so injury prone. I mean, he's out right now. Yeah. But like when he was playing, like they're thing, playing like, him like he was just like like he had never like sat out whole seasons. Well, he wants to play like that. Uh, well, who cares what he wants? He's well, not the I coach. I see him play like that because eventually, like you can't. He's gonna be twenty nine. He's gonna be so Andrew Bynum in three years at this rate. So what do you propose? I mean, they have to by come. his knees. Like you know, he, he needs to be on the Kawhi plan. You know, I miss the days of NBA stars played every game and just <laughs> well, that's sucked a, it up and well, these aren't well, and that's fine, but these aren't the times that we're living in. So he needs to be on the Kawhi plan. Ben, you, mean, you already got Ben Simmons. Like let Ben Simmons eat, for, like you know, for twelve to fifteen games by himself each year. That's fine. Maybe I, I would be very hurt if I bought tickets to watch Sixers play and, and beat wasn't playing. I mean, uh, well, yes, of course. Uh, but I do like the point that you brought up, or not the point, but the topic you brought up, MVP. So you're saying James Harden MVP? Yeah, I'm still on the James Harden bandwagon, the train for MVP. I don't know. I just don't see. How Even I'm if the Bucks win like 65 games, 65, they could. They're on. They, they're on pace to win like 65 games. I'm never. They mad. have the best record in the league. I, I wouldn't know that. I, I didn't. I didn't have them winning 65, but 65 is a big number. So. That's what I'm saying. Like um, you got Giannis shooting like almost 60 percent from the field, putting giving you 27 and 12. About, the only thing about the Bucks is. First of all, I'm not mad at co-MVPs. I know that's the cop-out answer, but I'm not mad at it. I'm mad at co-MVPs. But the only thing about the Bucks is if you go by my, like, take the guy off the team or how good would they be, I think the Rockets would really stink. I think the Thunder could. If they had CP3? Alone? To yeah. play uh, without James Harden? Right. They probably would, yes, they would stink. Compared to the Bucks? Wait, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> so I think the Rockets would stink. I think the Thunder, you have Russell Westbrook. So I know he's having a bad shooting year but it would just be like it'd be like his first MVP you know they'd be 500 I think the Bucks their best player is Chris Middleton and right but here's my thing here's my thing they they play in the east yeah they have Boonehoser who took the uh the the, there's no LeBron you have Boonehoser who took the um Hawks Hawks to 60 wins and their best player was Al Horford which is chill please respect Paul Millsap he was on that team layout okay Paul oh yeah Paul was doing I mean chill they had they had four all-stars yeah, I mean, okay, Kyle Corver was all star. Okay, is it is there a world <laughs> where if you take Giannis off the team, where 
Middleton is still averaging maybe 18 to 20. We're like, oh, Middleton's still a good player. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Lopez still shooting threes. Like, are they a, are they a sneaky, like, I mean, yeah, they're still, they they're sneaky still, eighth seed. Yeah, they like, probably still make the playoffs. Like, you know what I'm saying? To your and, point. I mean, yeah, you don't even, I think the eighth seed right now is like the Magic, and they're not even in the play. Yeah, like, so they're not 500. Like, but then, like, that doesn't, that really shouldn't count against them. It's just like, I look at the Rockets and I look at that streak where he was just like, it's that situation where, like, it's a Kobe in you. Yeah, it's like if you took him <laughs> off that team when the, when um, Paul was gone, like he also they also had to get on that streak to get back in the playoff picture because they were he, doing bad right. the first month in or, or so of the season and Harden was there. But then on, the, on the flip side, like Giannis took a team that we're like, could they maybe make the playoffs for them to like the best team in the league? That's what so, I'm saying. So it's it's that fundamental argument I have: of, are you a more MVP if you take an AFC to one, or if you take a team that's not even in the playoffs? To like six or five, and then right. possibly still like, because people are still like, yeah, the Rockets could kind of maybe threaten the Warriors if James Harden goes crazy. Like, yeah, man, yeah, you know, second so, round I mean, exit or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I mean, right now I'd give it to Giannis. MVP is kind of weird. Like I give it to James. It just depends on your criteria. Yeah. I, also, I'm, the older I get, the more. Did I don't you think care. Russell Westbrook should have gotten MVP that year? That first the year yeah. over James Harden. Yeah, and I remember we had discussion. You were like, yeah, "James is doing. He's averaging one less assist, winning more games, or something, and he's doing it more efficiently." I give it to Russell for the history thing. My thing with MVPs is, as I get older, I'm starting to realize they don't really matter because I, mean, I really don't care. I mean, they do matter. A, they do matter, but it's a regular season award, and also I'm not like looking at Steve Nash's like criteria and be like two MVPs. Stole one from Shaq and Kobe. But, I mean, but uh, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. You know, in terms of just like legacy and stuff. Look at this. Look at this stuff. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Like how many? MVPs? I mean, it matters still. You know, media and people like yeah, that. But if you're really watching basketball, I'm not like yeah. Dirk Nowitzki won MVP in 2000. Was it six? Yeah, something or like whatever. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like it, that. it was the year they lost to the uh, 2007. They lost to the um, Warriors. In the first round, because 2006, they went to the finals. Yeah, that was like, yeah, he won MVP in 2006. Like, he's so much, like, all we remember is that nigga got eliminated by the Warriors. I mean, yeah. Baron Davis. But I'm just saying, like, when you go back and it's like, all right, time to see who's a Hall of Famer, you know, like, and you look at their resume. It does. I mean, yeah, but okay, so are we going to be like, are we going to look like James Harden didn't win MVP this year, so he's not a Hall of Famer? Like, does that hurt his case? I mean, no, because he's still going to finish second. Like, um, pe- people still if value. If James Harden does this for five more years and doesn't win MVP in either one of these years, nobody's going to be like, yeah, James Harden, like, just not a Hall of Famer. We're going to be like, he averaged. But it, but then it, it, I guess it just I depends think it hurts on guys like Russell Westbrook who maybe. are like, maybe. But, it, but, it, but maybe it, it would hurt James Harden in a conversation of where do you rank James Harden all time? Yeah, but then then you're gonna get into like, is he better than Allen Iverson? And it's just like, well, Allen Iverson has one MVP, James Harden has one MVP, and they both don't have no rings. So who, what does it matter? Like, I guess if you say James Harden has two MVPs, I just think like it's, I don't know. I mean, it's a, I it's, hear you. I hear you. It, I, I get your point. But it's to me, it's just like, what's the narrative? Because some years you could be like, you could say Allen Iverson was the better player, but it was like, yo, Allen Iverson wasn't gonna win MVP in 2004. Like, there's no, right. there's no, like James Harden just was in the situation to win MVP in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever right. year. I get what you're saying. I just, to me, I, I'm just saying for me, I don't, I, I don't put much stock. If I, if you ever see me arguing about it online, I'm just like throwing the numbers out and just telling right. people. Or, but I don't put much stock in it because I'm not about to be like. Like Kobe Bryant's the second greatest shooter guard of all time. He has one MVP. Nobody's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you know, only one MVP." I yeah. mean, yeah, because it's not the, it's not equivalent to like rings, like you know, in, in that sense. But I mean, it's 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 in a lot of ways like an individual accolade. But 
yeah, I don't know. I think I think we we really covered all our bases here with the NBA talk. I'm really proud of us. Really, really got through it. I don't know if we have anything else left to say or left to add. I feel like we we ran through the Lakers enough. Um, yeah, look forward to seeing them continue to, to fail and uh, talk about them some more in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, at this point, it's just I don't know why you would even be watching Laker games at this point. I mean, I'm still going to watch them. But I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm watching them. I mean, well, you watch them, it's just like you just don't have any more expectations. You're like you're just, you I know, guess you want to see what the young guys are going to do. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, you still want to watch and see Ingram continue. See what happens if Lonzo comes back. Yeah, I don't know what Lonzo's doing either. Like, I guess he's gone this offseason. Biggest too. villain of the Lakers is uh, Lavar. Lavar. He, he com- completely tanked. And ruin that trade by telling New Orleans that there's no way Lonzo's going to play in New Orleans. And because we talked about this on the last time, the last podcast, and went to the Phoenix to try and make it a three-team trade. And Phoenix was like, look, we're not going to give you that much for Lonzo. sources, Rodney. You know, so it was like, so he, he, you know, shout out to LeVar. Really, really. uh, Power moves. Yeah, real power move. Real power move. uh, LeBron needs LeVar on the shop. (laughs) LeBron probably (laughs) wants to strangle LeVar. (laughs) The only thing I'll say about LeVar, this is the last point I'll make. The only thing I'll say about LeVar is that I really wish that he had just never shut up. I was actually very upset with him that he that once LeBron came, he like went like three months without saying anything because I assumed that LeBron was Payola. like, look. I mean, yeah, maybe he got paid off or like, like yeah, it's pro- I'm sure it's part of it. But he just like, like that's not LeVar. Like LeVar is going to say what he wants regardless. But, and you know, for three months he got shut up by LeBron. That's, I'll just leave it at that. Not Not big baller of him. It's very, very disappointing. We all make mistakes, and he's back. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, Derek, uh, thanks for coming on. I don't know where do people follow you on Twitter. At Derek, D-X-R-R-I-C-K. A lot of tweets about the Lakers, a lot of tweets about basketball. Yes. Basketball in general. Now I just have to watch the playoffs and just, you know. You know, just just be who, there. You who's, know. who's your – who you? Or last last thing, who you hitting your, like, I'm watching? Like, not like the Warriors or, like, you know, who you hitting your, like, hipster. Like, this is the team I want to watch in the playoffs, bandwagon to. Probably the Sixers. I feel like okay, not the Sixers, not the top four in the oh. East, and then not the Warriors or the Spurs in the West. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, really, uh, really narrowing it down here. Not that many teams to pick from from this criteria. Um, I was gonna say the Jazz, but not the Jazz. I think they're overrated. Um, I will. I do think that the series to watch will be if it stays the same that jazz oklahoma city thunder three six series i think will be the best series in the first Donovan round to watch just the younger russell westbrook nobody wants to talk about that or just i mean he takes a lot of bad shots but that's who else is going to take them like that's kind of like the he team construct right things. now i mean he does but like but he's the only guy on the team who can really create anything other yeah. than his him and joe ingles so i mean ingles substitute yeah. teacher out there getting buckets yeah i'll say i'll say the kings yeah if the kings make it definitely the kings um I'm I'm interested in the Nuggets. Maybe that's the most unhipster of the hipster teams, but they just it's win by committee, and I don't know how good they really going to be in the playoffs. But I like watching yeah. them play. Yeah, maybe the Celtics, but I guess that doesn't count either. Also, they have Isaiah Thomas, so that's always interesting. Yeah, to see him and try and take everyone's shots. Junior. Yeah, yes, yes, true. All right, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll we'll revisit this, you know, probably you know in two weeks. We'll see what it is. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening.